Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today we are speaking with Shivani Saxena, London Business School MBA graduate and senior strategy consultant. Shivani tells us how she became a TV presenter following her legal career and then what led her to the MBA. Uh, so I'm Shivani Saxena. I uh, come from India and I studied uh, in London Business School. So I did my management uh, in business administration, which was a regular MBA program for about 18 months. Fantastic. And we'll come back and we'll talk about your MBA experience a little bit later on. But firstly, to talk about your earlier career. So you started your career in the legal world. Can you tell us just a little bit about these early years and what made you choose that space? Uh, so... Why I Pick Law is actually uh, a really interesting story. I, I ended up speaking to someone who was studying law and he asked me if I enjoy debating, if I enjoy storytelling, if I enjoy, you know, things like mock UN. And I really, really did. I also watched a lot of uh, legal drama like Boston Legal and Suits and whatnot. And I thought that was enough. I thought that showed my inclination towards the field. And that's what really led me to uh, do my law degree from, from India. Uh, of course, in the five years that I studied law, I, I realized that it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, I navigated through different kinds of uh, sort of legal topics and, and did a lot of internships to understand what I enjoyed in law. And I saw myself gravitating towards the commercial law aspects. And that's what I did when I graduated. I joined a law firm. Uh, in India and practiced everything from you know M&E, private equity, banking and finance, infrastructure, and even some pre-litigation. Wow, so you really had a lot of variety then. I did, and I think I was really fortunate to join one of the leading firms where you get extreme amount of responsibilities to shoulder right from the get-go. Uh, so there was a lot of learning, a very steep learning curve, because I was on new deals nearly always. Uh, I never did the same kind of deals twice. Um, and I did a lot of advisory work as well. So there was a lot of client management, one-on-one -on -one with client, which, which really helped me very early on get a lot of confidence in, in you know, sort of being an advisor uh, and shouldering that level of responsibility. But obviously, so you've, you've talked about your, your early legal experience, um, but you then looked at your career in a bit of a different direction and you transitioned into um, a career in, in business TV reporting. So just tell us a bit about what it was that made you make that change. Uh, so if I'm being absolutely honest with you, I desperately wanted to leave the world of law. I thought the hours that I worked were completely unsustainable. Um, and I really enjoyed some aspects of the work that I did, especially the negotiation side, the client management side. Uh, but maybe the other 70% of the work that I did was extremely detail oriented. And while it was really fun and challenging in the beginning, it started to get extremely tedious. Um, so incidentally, I ran into the managing editor of uh, Bloomberg Quint. And we had a small chat while trying to get coffee at the same building that we worked in. And that's really what led to my transition from law to journalism. It was not foreseeable at all. Uh, I didn't consider it at great lengths. Uh, I was, again, driven by um, the, the sort of possibility of storytelling. And this time with the context of understanding wider business scenarios. Um, but 
honestly, I went into it completely blindfolded. Um, and I would say looking back, it's probably one of the better decisions that I ever took. Um, it taught me to undo a lot of what law taught me. It taught me to look at uh, the bigger picture and understand and break down business scenarios uh, into simple you know, sort of easily understandable key points um, and communicate more effectively, which I think are absolutely um, most crucial skills that help me succeed, you know, going forward, especially in the MBA. Yeah, it's interesting because those are actually two careers where communication is so important in both of them. But it's, as you say, it's a very different kind of style and approach. Yes, 100%. Um, and it's also interesting as well, I guess, long before business school, you really learned the value then of, I suppose, like networking and kind of like chance connections. Actually, yes, 100% as well. Uh, I think when I was in both scenarios, actually, I would say when I was a lawyer, there was a lot of corresponding with experts from within the regulatory scheme, from the government, uh, from the RBI, which is the central bank in India, to understand what the thought process were when they were looking at certain kind of transactions, most of which were unprecedented or unusual. And um, while you could sit and interpret the law in very many ways, it is really important to understand what the regulator is thinking or the other stakeholders are thinking. And that led me to sort of reach out to many people, which is, again, a skill that was really crucial in reporting, because the only thing that is important to your story, apart from how you gauge it, is what the experts make of it and what the people who are you know, the decision makers or, or people who are extremely influential, how they perceive it. Uh, in this particular regard, in my job as a, as a reporter, I had to speak with extremely uh, sort of influential and, you know, genuinely experts in their own fields um, constantly. So I think, A, you know very little about the subject matter that you're speaking with them, uh, especially because they have extreme amount of, you know, sort of experience, uh, industry knowledge. So you are always at the back foot and you still have to come across with the right questions, with the right understanding. Uh, and B, you often... Uh, have to do this in a very short period of time. So you have to do it with confidence and with a level of clarity uh, that you wouldn't typically have to do in any other uh, job, I think. And I think these are, again, really, really cr critical skills that I learned. Uh, and I suppose without this, I would have been at a much sort of a back foot in the MBA while I was, uh, you know, navigating new topics and unfamiliar uncharted territories. So in, in a way, yes, I'm really, really grateful that I had these two experiences that, that sort of gave me uh, confidence and the ability to network with people that can influence your career or other things very, very critically. Yeah, absolutely. And it's easy to see how those kind of, I guess, those kind of skills are applicable, not just in business school, but also in, in kind of careers beyond as well. Um, but coming on to the MBA, um, what was it that led you to to make the decision to do an MBA? Um, and also, um, why did you choose your particular programme in your school? So that's a really interesting question. I think um, I, I did about two years of journalism. And then I sat back and I thought about whether this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I had a really, really exciting time uh, being a journalist for two years, but it didn't seem like my passion. And the other thing about journalism is that you're moving on from one topic to the other, sometimes within a few hours, if you're lucky, uh, in a few weeks. Uh, and I thought that the level of depth that I was used to as a lawyer was something that was lacking in the field of journalism. So I knew that it was time to sort of sit back and think about what I wanted to do next. 
And this time I wanted to do it a little bit more thoughtfully. And I, I sort of look back at the journey that I've had, that I had at the, at that point for the last five years or so, uh, and realize that what I'm deeply motivated by are actually different questions that come up in different business scenarios, given that I had wider context in both roles. Um, I didn't want to sort of narrow down at this point what I want to do next. And I thought the best way to buy myself more time uh, and also get at that point some credibility and some structured knowledge was to do an MBA. Uh, but it was really crucial that I did an MBA from a very reputable uh, institution and you know sort of a brand to leverage because I came from a background where I couldn't really use the names that I, I had on my CV to get through get my foot through the door very easily. Um, so in terms of narrowing down the schools that I wanted to apply to, I wanted to have the flexibility both uh, in terms of geography, but also in terms of industry. I wanted to have the strong brand. I also wanted to have, uh, you know, sort of a cohort that was extremely diverse because I know that I came from a very unusual uh, background and, and to sort of go into a school that was known for one particular degree, whether it was like finance or consulting, um, would sort of narrow things down and I was there to explore uh, so from considering these factors, I actually just applied to London Business School. So tell us a bit about your experience with the course. Like, has it has it lived up to what you were expecting? Um, what were kind of the, the high points and the challenges? So I think that's a really interesting question. And I think I might be not the right person to answer that at this point, because when I uh, joined LBS, I was not entirely prepared with what I thought an MBA would be about. I hadn't done the level of research to really understand what it would be like for someone like me to be uh, in the MBA. I had a friend who was do- who was pursuing his MBA from LBS, but he came from consulting background. And I found that all the conversations that I had up until then uh, were with people who had very relevant background to what an MBA sort of teaches you or where it takes you. So I felt extremely unprepared when I first joined uh, LBS. Um, I do want to start off with the positives in terms of what it gave me. I think it uh, gave me an ability to connect with a wide network of people, whether it's your peers, your alumni, your teachers, or just people beyond that you can reach out to more effectively now that you have some level of credibility, which comes with uh, an MBA. Um, and I do feel that I learned a lot from my peers, more than I could from the course itself. Um, and like I said, I think it helped me with a stronger ped- pedigree. It became a little bit easier to build network and to get the foot through the door. Um, and I think the way the program is so customizable is also really helpful in trying to gauge your interest in what aspect of business you want to sort of pursue going forward. Um, but that said, I think our batch had it rather difficult because uh, COVID hit about six months into our MBA program. So that was a completely unexpected event that one could not have prepared for. And that kind of really changed the way uh, we expected our MBA program to go. Uh, It did teach us resilience, but I think uh, it made it a lot harder for us to sort of connect with our peers, uh, connect with our teachers to get the most out of the classes. Um, and it definitely affected the job situations largely. So because I was looking to explore, I wasn't very keen on the structured aspect of the recruitment, which is 
for consulting and financial institutions and banks and also for some sort of uh, you know sort of leadership development programs so keeping those aside um the other sectors that you know that that one would typically look at when they're in the mba whether it's a startup it's a growing company it's a scale up um or advisory boutique consulting design consulting like the other aspects you know so many things that you could possibly do at the end of the mba that might you know sort of give you skills that are really transferable and useful for these uh different uh, jobs i think getting into these industries got a lot harder because a lot you know very few of them were still recruiting and 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 you realize that they would require a lot more they were slightly more skeptical of the kind of people they brought on board they required a lot more immediately transferable experience um so i saw that uh, i think that if my peers had a had some, you know sort of hard time um getting internships uh for those who didn't get internships in the structured uh, recruitment cycle and in the final recruitment i personally had a really hard time sort of i i had to do a lot of the groundwork by myself build relationship convince people sit through you know sort of very many rounds of interviews um which i think is probably not what one expects out of a regular cycle of the mba uh, the other thing that i would highlight is that coming from the kind of background that i did it was a pretty isolating experience to get into the business school and realize that actually most people have some either direct or tangential connection to uh the kind of role that they want to pursue going uh, you know following the MBA and i think having had maybe you know sort of having some sort of a community where you could relate to the same kind of experiences would have been really helpful both in chalking out how you want to approach the MBA going forward but also experiencing it in a way that sort of didn't set in the imposter syndrome or didn't let, you know sort of lead you to question yourself or, or sort of gave you a little bit more of a self esteem boost to put yourself uh, out there and and you know, sort of learn a little bit better and let's talk a little bit about the post mba experience so you have following the completion of your program you've moved into consulting um so tell us a little bit about the um the the transition that you've made uh sure so it it was um so when i was looking uh, okay so just to take a step back i did consulting over the summer and i didn't have a very good experience then um there was a second half of my internship where i did design consulting that i seemed to find a lot more interesting and extremely passion you know i felt more passionate about it um so i went on to try and work a little bit more in the field of product um i did a couple of internships uh, i did a couple of projects that helped me understand uh what i gravitate towards uh and i realized strategy was it i also realized that as i was you know sort of developing a network and trying to find myself into the right job i had to push myself a lot harder to prove that i had the necessary skills um so considering all of these things in mind i thought um bridging where i want to go next with a career in consulting would be most helpful because um you get extremely transferable and marketable skills that are useful across industries uh consulting was aligned with my interest especially in the field that i'm looking at so currently i'm working for a boutique consulting firm called pmp which uh does a lot of telecom media and tech so the tmt space which is something that i felt really passionate about um consulting also lends you strong credibility for the future roles that you apply in and there's some amount of flexibility in what those roles can be 
but I think the one thing that I learned from my experience having interned or worked with so many different companies is that I realized in the two years that I did the MBA that the thing that motivates me the most at work is actually my team and the set of people that I surround myself uh, with in the firm. So of the offers that I got, I uh, really valued the the team that I had, uh, that I was speaking with uh, at PMP. And that was my number one reason for joining the firm. And I must tell you, looking back, I think it is definitely one of the greatest decisions in terms of the fact that it just motivates me so much better to sort of work with people that I'm aligned with, that I respect, that I really like working with, and that um, create a very good work culture that you're in alignment with. Um, one of the things that always comes up with consulting is that obviously it's a notoriously kind of competitive um, application process. Um, how did you kind of get through that? And what would your advice to other students be? So if I'm looking at breaking into consulting, I would look at two buckets of skills. I would say that you require some technical skills and you require some soft skills. Um, I think the technical skills are the one that seem a little bit jarring, but honestly, um, it's probably the most, it's relatively more easier to sort of um, get a hang of that than the soft skills. So in the technical skills, you know, you have to learn, if you Google how to crack a case, you will find a million resources. Pretty much all of them say the same thing. And it takes some time to familiarize yourself. And and it's a little bit intimidating at first. But uh, I think the only thing you can do to really feel or get in the gist of it is to practice and practice and practice. And if possible, practice in the same kind of conditions where you would have to give an interview. So you, you know, if the more you practice with people, you know, very little or probably are intimidated by, the better it'll be for your casing. Uh, but by the time you've done about 30 odd cases, you feel really comfortable with the unknown factors. You have a lot more structure. You have a bit of a rhythm. You know how to tackle different problems. So uh, getting in that rhythm and mastering cases is something that is relatively easier to do when you compare with the other bucket of skills that you require to crack an interview, which are the soft skills. So you require, you know, confidence in communication and congeniality, which is which is a little bit harder to sort of, especially under the pressure um, of cracking an interview, especially with a prestigious firm that you know that is generally built up a lot. That is probably the hardest thing to sort of um, get right. And I would say that you know, for me, what would what worked is I realized that uh, I. You know, I, I required a little bit more practice or I required um, a little bit more confidence in my storytelling. So I would think about what I'm trying to achieve. I would think about what the firm, uh, you know, sort of is known for, whether that's aligned. Why is that aligned? What motivates me about applying to this particular firm? What is the, you know, sort of commonality in, in the long term goal that I'm trying to achieve with what the firm does? Um, and I think the story that you will tell your interviewer and the way you tell it and the confidence that you have as you as you as you you know sort of conduct the interview is probably the thing that's going to segregate you from the other applicants so i would focus a lot more on building that story getting confidence as you do that whatever it takes for you to feel confidence you know confident whether it is more practice or whether it is, you know, sort of finding the right firm that is the right match, finding something that you're passionate about, that you can speak passionately with. I think those are the factors that will be, that, you know, that'll be crucial in, in sort of your success. 
Um, so final question would be, um, what are your sort of plans for the future um, in, I guess, the, the medium and the long term? And where do you see yourself going from here? So this is actually the question that I, I would say is probably the hardest uh, in this conversation. That's because um, I'm simply not the kind of person that plans my future out. And I think you can tell by the kind of career trajectory that I've had. Um, I'm often led by where I am at the moment, how I feel about the role and where I want to go from there. So at this point, I feel like I have so much to learn at my current role. It's both a strategy oriented, but also a very technical field. So there's so much to learn and I'm enjoying that steep learning curve. At some point, if I plateau, I would look to do something that challenges me further. Or maybe at that point, I'll be like, you know, I enjoy the fact that uh, there is so much predictability uh, that I'm getting good at something and I'd want to stay on. But at this point, I really don't know. I would, I would say that, you know, I'm really, really pleased with where I am right now. And I hope that I can make the most of this opportunity so that I can get to some place where I have a lot more to give. At this point, I have a lot more to get. That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And you can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, or you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, bye! Bye!